0: This is Transforming Culture, and I'm Father Brian. I have three burning questions about the new version of West Side Story that just came out. First question is it good answer yes west side story is beautifully shot the action the acting is really good and it pulls off the modern musical quite well we've had an interesting renaissance in musical movies lately they know they're not just like broadway shows on camera Uh, so if you had fun with the greatest showman uh, and then la la land took it up three notches and rocket man did something else completely well, the new West Side Story comes out of that evolution, and it's great. Second question. Is the movie tarnished by gender ideology? Answer. Yes. There's a trans character in the movie uh, who's an update uh, to the 1961 movie. There's a, a tomboyish character called Anybodies in both of them. On one hand, it's just unnecessary. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, it's this like pitch-perfect intersectionality. Intersectionality means like all gender, sexuality, race and oppression issues are all bound together in the fight for what they consider justice. And in Spielberg's West Side Story, the new one, Anybody's, this character is a symbol of gender parity, gender fluidity and healing race racial division, intersectionality. The character is 100% social message. Third question. Should you watch it? Well, that answer is up to you. In the rest of this review, I'm going to explain why moviegoing, for this film and for others, is hard for Christians. I've been reading the Song of Solomon in the Bible lately. It's a love story between an amorous couple. And if you've read it once, you know that it's, um, how do I put this, salacious. However, it's also a metaphor of a different love affair that the scriptures come back to even more. God's passionate love for his people, whom he wants to enjoy forever. The culmination of history in a Christian worldview is the wedding feast that Jesus talks about in the Gospels and which Revelation tells us is the marriage supper of the Lamb. Jesus is the groom, and the church is the bride. When romance movies today plumb the depths of human love, we Christians feel that power, just like everyone else, because a Christian is someone whose humanity is being restored and renewed. In fact, I'd say we feel it even more because we know that as powerful as that human romance is, the love of God is even greater. It's more passionate, it's more faithful, it endures more hardships. But guess what? In West Side Story, there is no heavily, happily ever, ever after. Uh, just like the Shakespeare play that the movie's modeled on, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, so spoiler alert if you didn't pay attention in 10th grade English class, everyone dies in the end. The story is a tragedy, and here's how tragedies work. Despite everyone's best efforts, they are doomed to fail. It's the opposite of a comedy where, despite how foolish everyone is, it all turns out great in the end. A tragedy is supposed to show us that no matter how gifted and good we are at life, guess what? there's a big, giant wheel out there that can still crush you anyway. And that wheel is called fortune or fate. It's the uncredited character in Romeo and Juliet. And for most of human history, fortune or fate has loomed big in the background. It's all the uncontrollable forces that could ruin anything. Sometimes now, today, in 2021, we think we've mastered it with smartphones and algorithms but for me personally, in fact, I've become just much, much more vulnerable to powers outside my control. I'm more of a dependent person today than any of my great-grandparents were. Despite my best intentions to be a good person and to be good at doing life, I am totally vulnerable to forces that are outside my control. That's what tragedy is. So what does a Christian do in the face of tragedy? Tragedy. That's an important question. Even Romeo and Juliet, the play, shies away from an answer. In the end, the houses of Montague and Capulet lay down their arms, but in the real world, there's not always a way to make things better, even if you've suffered tragic loss. One of the best examples of this actually takes us back to that transgender character in the new movie. A person who experiences persistent gender dysphoria is in a tragic situation. Internal feelings that don't match up with external body parts. Some people can reduce that conflict by changing their feelings through counseling. Others cannot. Our culture says that one viable solution, a heroic solution then, is to change your body. However, common sense, biology, and theology all agree on this point. A woman who undergoes surgeries and hormone therapy to make her more masculine is not, in fact, a man. She is doing violence to her female body and her nature. This means that some people with gender dysphoria will experience tragedy. Their lives may not work out as they wished, due to forces that seem like an inescapable wheel running over them. Christians should never gloss over how difficult this is any more than we could tell Juliet. It's not a big deal that the love of your life is dead. In the words of Prince in Romeo and Juliet at the the very end of the play, when death is everywhere and everyone is in pain, he says, all are punished. We've all been hit by this. So what do you do? Well, I'll tell you, the new West Side Story doesn't answer this question by having a trans character. The old West Side Story didn't answer it because the Jets and Sharks learned their lesson too late. Even Romeo and Juliet doesn't give us the next steps as an audience. What are we supposed to do? And let me be honest, many churches fail to preach a gospel that can speak to tragedy. But let me tell you this, let me be totally clear Christianity was made for moments such as this. Perhaps the most powerful testimony of the early church was the witness of the martyrs. People who, they, they're not just like they were willing to die for their faith. That's not the only thing about the martyrs. They lived in a totally different way. When the Romans watched them from the Colosseum benches, eating their Roman popcorn, What they saw was they saw soldiers flogging them or beasts approaching them. But what really shook the audience was not just the courage to undergo bloodshed, it was the otherworldly joy they had in the face of physical death. As captive Christians were bound in chains, they sang the same psalms as when their hands had been free. When justice miscarried without appeal, they knew that fortune was mistreating them, just as it had their Savior on the cross. And this gave them, as St. Paul said to the Philippians, a participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead. Paul wrote those words from prison. Despite his best efforts, he was bound and out of options and could not fulfill his deep wishes. In fact, he says that all who suffer in faith experience a kind of bodily dysphoria where our inward hope doesn't match up with our external bodily condition. And this will be ameliorated when Christ will, and he says this in Philippians, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Back in the second century, St. Justin Martyr wrote to the Roman emperor, a persecutor. He said to him, You can kill us, but you cannot hurt us. Or in the words of Paul, the prisoner, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Rejoice the christian is comforted by the justice, the fulfillment and the satisfaction that will come after death and also by knowing jesus more deeply now in our sufferings sometimes precisely because of our worldly tragedies provided we do not violate his will in the midst of them and you listener you may be asking uh, how can i have this kind of faith Well, the martyrs spent their lives on this, but I will tell you in 10 seconds. One, worship always. And two, practice regular self-denial toward the lures of this world to train our eyes on the greater pleasure, God himself. You know, it's fine that Romeo and Juliet didn't give you all of this. It's fine that West Side Story doesn't include it all, too. They're just entertainment. Insofar as it's a love story, it has truth. Insofar as it's a tragedy, it has truth in it. But the Christian faith proclaims all that is true, the whole thing, everything. It's the work of heresies to insist on only one part of the truth and not see the whole thing. For example, to say that Jesus is truly human, but not divine, right? That's only a part. Likewise, the love story is true, but it also needs solace in the face of tragedy because God came to meet us in a tragic world. This is the trick for our movie going. We see glimmers of the Song of Solomon in a moving romance. That's great. We see self sacrifice and courage. We know those are good and the movie does them well, but we can't watch them profitably without knowing deeply the full Christian story, and not just the parts that Steven Spielberg is good at making. Perhaps you, listener, do not suffer from gender dysphoria, but I know you feel the overwhelming crush of the world sometimes. Actually, back in Romeo and Juliet, the whole love story almost actually worked out happily ever after. It was really close. Uh, and Friar Lawrence in the story was trying to alert Romeo to Juliet's plans about the fake poison, the, the fake death she's going to do. However, the letter never made it, and ruin for all. Why didn't the letter arrive in the story, in the play? Because the carrier got detained by quarantine for suspected close contact with a plague. Isn't that interesting? Perhaps your life has been jarred by COVID in ways that are out of your control. Is the theme of West Side Story and Romeo and Juliet that this tragedy is deeply painful? Because you can't get away from it sometimes. But the suicide of the young lovers was no answer. Chino's murder of Tony in West Side Story was senseless. The acceptance of the character anybody's non binary gender in the new film was blasphemy against God's creation. No, no, tragedy needs a better answer, a fuller answer. Tragedy needs the cross. Listener, this is Transforming Culture. Go in peace and enjoy the show.